first comes sex, then comes ghosting, then comes emotional trauma, and the cycle just keeps repeating itself, which is very unfortunate for today's generation. Hello, welcome back to Blunt Talk, episode four, I believe. I didn't pull an episode last week. I apologize for that. I went to the beach and got extremely sunburned. Make sure you reapply your sunscreen, not just once, but every 30 minutes, because this Florida sun is no joke. I'm still peeling right now, but it's it's getting a little bit better. I'm also having a bad hair day, so I wore this hat to try to look somewhat sporty. Um, but let's get into this episode, okay? So today we're going to be talking about modern dating, right? And I I have mentioned this before on previous episodes, how traditional dating just doesn't exist anymore. I have a feeling this generation just does not have the emotional capacity to commit. For some reason, nobody wants to commit anymore. And I get it. We all go through those phases in life where we're just not able to be in relationships. I get it. When I was in college, that was not a time for me to be in any relationship. I had gotten out of a really bad, toxic Um, emotionally abusive relationship, nothing physical, but emotionally it really got to me and I needed time to process my emotions and just kind of heal and get over it before I could officially move on and give someone else my full attention. If you get my drift, you know, I feel like a lot of people go through that, but at some point you got to wake up and realize if you want an emotional companion, you need to kind of like do your own work, go to therapy, do what you got to do but it it takes inner work, okay? Nothing in life comes easy. Same thing with dating. You have to make sure that you're good up here, okay, in your mind before you can date because there's a lot of men, specifically in the gay community, that are traumatized and they use their trauma as an excuse to justify their actions. And a lot of men, let me tell you, I've gone on dates with men that have verbally told me that they're looking for someone they can rely on. What do you need me to rely on? Like, that's not something you say on the first date. You know, you should be able to hold your own because I can't hold my own and hold your burden. I can't do that. And that's what it seems like in this generation. Nobody has the emotional capacity to really be monogamous and committing to just one person. And it sucks. But yeah, that's just what it is. Everybody has sex with everyone on the first date. And this is not just the gay community, guys. This is this is our generation as a whole. Everyone is willing to just sleep with everyone on the first date. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Nobody has respect for themselves anymore. Nobody wants to take things serious. It's sad because for those of us out here that are really trying to do our to do the work to be our best self, right? going on dates with people that just are not there yet emotionally, physically even, because, and I'm not even trying to body shame anyone, but I I can tell when I go on a date with a guy and he is not physically taking care of himself. And I could tell that if you're not physically taking care of yourself, and I'm not talking about you have to have a six pack, you have to be built and ripped. No, you can easily look your average weight and be healthy and take care of yourself. But if you're overweight or obese, And you think you're going to find someone that is perfect and hot and amazing and beautiful and they're going to settle for you? No, because sometimes it's not about physicality. It's about compatibility. And if I'm someone that goes to the gym and I don't even go to the gym that often, you guys, I go to the gym maybe twice or three times a week. That's that's perfectly average for my body type. But I still take care of myself. I go on diets. I've changed my diet completely and I'm trying to be healthier, incorporate more fruits and, and veggies in my diet, eating more lean meat 
and not that crappy McDonald's food. If I'm in the mood for a burger, I might just go to an actual restaurant or make my own burger at home instead of ordering that crappy food that costs you $1. There's a reason why it costs a dollar, babe, and there's a reason why you look that way. So you gotta put in that work. You can't expect someone to come into your life and save you. You know, there are couples out there that were saved by their partner and by the grace of God, you know, it worked out for you, but I'm not going to be that saving grace. Okay. I did my work. I need you to do your own work and we can complete each other, but I'm not going to save you and build you up. It took a lot of energy for me to build myself up. I cannot do that for you on the first date. Like if we're just getting to know each other and I can tell that you've got so much trauma from dating and you haven't worked it out and you're using me as a coping mechanism, it's not going to work. That's a red flag. You got to go. So I've acquired some videos here um, that hopefully will give me a better, will give you guys some perspective on modern dating and why it's just not the thing anymore. So let's, let's look at the first one here. I like you. I like you too. But fuck, here we go. I'm just not ready for like a long-term kind of a thing because you're still trying to find yourself and you have a lot of things that you want to work on and you don't want to get distracted from your career. Yes, yes, that's exactly. How do you know that's what I was going to say? Oh, I don't know. Just, uh, just a hunch. Wow, we're so, like, in tune with each other. I know. Imagine if we were actually boyfriend, girlfriend, started dating. Yeah, I know. I think about that a lot, but it's just, like, I'm not in that right headspace right now, and I just, if I know I'm not there, I don't want to, like, waste your time you know it's basically what you've been doing this whole time yeah i totally get it but i really like you and i hope we can stay friends nah what bye it's so true though like People will literally date you and string you along, knowing good and well that they cannot offer you a full relationship because they're not in the right headspace. And they'll admit that. They'll tell you that they cannot give you what you want, but they'll still want to be in your life. They still want to stick around. You know what I mean? And I've had this experience recently. Um, I was dating this guy for about nine months. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want him to see this and get triggered and think I'm talking bad about him. He was a great guy, and I still think he's an amazing person. I just think that what he did to me and what he's doing to a lot of other people is just not okay. Um, he did not want to be monogamous because he just felt like he can't he can't be monogamous right now. He doesn't want to be in an open relationship. He just wants to have people that he can sleep with. But he didn't tell me that until like eight or nine months later. And it's like, you knew this though, and we've had these conversations and you just straight up lied to me. And people will do that. They will string you along because they can't be alone with themselves. They, they, they aren't ready to be in a relationship, yet they can't be alone. So they want you to get on board with their train. But if they know that you're a high value man or woman, and they know you're not going to put up with it, they're obviously going to lie to you. They're not going to tell you how they feel because they don't want you to walk away from them. And that's not okay. So if you feel like that's someone that you might be talking to right now, run, run. Because those people have a sweet way of talking and a sweet way of convincing you to feel bad for them. Don't feel bad for anybody, okay? If they're not your type, if they're not in the right headspace, run. Run right now. Oh my God, I have another video here. You know, 
that's something I really don't get about modern day dating. The game playing, bro. Like, you see all these videos on TikTok. I don't know if you guys have seen them. But it's like toxic things to send someone or like ways to make him jealous or stuff like that. And I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? Why are we trying to start a relationship on the foot of, ooh, I made him jealous and now he wants me? Can we be so for real right now? And if it's not the playing games thing, it's the too scared to hurt someone else's feelings thing. When did it become that leading someone on and not telling someone, hey, I just don't like you like that, is better than just being honest? When I was single, I would have so rather have had someone just hurt my feelings and say, I'm not interested in you, than to string me along and be like, oh no, I'm just busy or I just have a crazy schedule. You make time for what's important to you. I don't know, man. I'd like to start a petition. No more game playing. No more dishonesty. Just be freaking up front. It's so much easier. <laughs> I completely agree with that. 110 freaking percent. Everybody wants to play games with you, bro. I don't understand what this is. What world are we living in? I have a, I have a theory though. Hold on. I have a theory. I think most people, the reason why they're, they're not able to commit is because they've tried dating and they get hurt and people, wow, is everybody gay all of a sudden? <laughs> Cause I thought it was a gay thing, but it turns out it's a, it's, it's everybody. People use their trauma to justify their actions, right? So because they were once in a bad position and they got hurt, they're just going to keep playing games with you because they don't know if you're really into it or not. They don't know if you really want to be with me for me or this and that. They're just scared excuse me, they're just scared of actually putting all their feelings in because they don't want to get hurt. And I get that. But playing games is not the way to go. If you're if you're into me, just say you're into me. And if you're not, I'm a big boy. I can take it. Most people in society are big boys and girls, okay? We can take it. Yeah, it might hurt our feelings later on because you let us on. But if you tell me after the first couple dates, hey, I don't think I'm really into this, that's fine. That's what dating is for. That's what traditional dating is for. You go on a couple dates, don't kiss me, don't try to touch me, don't don't force those things to happen. It'll happen when it happens, but don't lie to me, don't try to play these weird mind games, you know, it's, it's just not worth it, it's really not. Another thing is that I've noticed, and I have a few friends that are guilty of this, and I've called them out on it, and they're, they're changing, they're evolving, which is good, sometimes you need friends like me to actually put you in your place and make you wake up and say, damn, maybe I should stop doing that. What I find people do is they have a roster of people that, they're, that they just talk to for fun. And I get it. If you're if you're in that roster and that's where you want to be, then you can't get upset because you're allowing that person to play with you because you know you're in their roster and you probably have a roster of your own too. So if that's the case, good. You're both on the same page. But I can't date someone that has a roster of people, right? And that happens a lot in the online dating world because I get it. You're online, Bumble, Hinge, Tinder, whatever, and you've got a bunch of people that swipe right on you and you have good chemistry with all of them. And that's fine. Multi-dating is fine if you're not, if, if you don't find a connection with everybody and you're still trying to figure out who has chemistry with you. You get, and I get that. I get that because that, that is what modern dating is. You have to, I, I, well, not not modern dating. I'm sorry. That that's what online dating is. There's too many fish in the sea to stick to one. At least when you're getting to know them. I get that. However, if if after the first, not first, after the third or fourth date, you're still talking to this person, no. By the third or fourth date, you should know if that one person in your roster is good for you. And if he's not, 
cut them out. Just cut them out. That's it. Move on. Now you have three other people. Kind of like a job interview. That's what it is. That's the best way to handle it. But if you're somebody that enjoys having people on your roster and you just like having that attention, that's an issue on you that you need to work on because it's not fair that you're dragging all these people when they're probably only talking to you. Maybe they feel like they have great chemistry with you and they feel like they have a great connection to you. But here you are playing with them, talking to 10 other people because you find it fun. It's not fun. It's not funny. You're hurting people's feelings. And the fact that you're okay with it says a lot about your character. Okay. And I know I'm calling out a lot of people by saying this, but it is what it is. I used to be that person too. Let me tell you something. I am not sitting on a high pedestal think like trying to judge everyone because I've done it too. Okay. I'm going to tell you my demons. I have done it too. A hundred percent. But at some point when you realize that you are ready for a committed relationship and you're trying to actively look and date and find that right person, you have to let go of that roster of people because those people know that they value nothing in my life. Neither do I. I have nothing to offer them because they're obviously okay with being on my roster. They probably have a roster of other guys that they're talking to as well. And that person is just, I'm not going to change that person's mind. So I might as well start fresh, delete those people and move on. Not everybody's willing to do that. And that is the problem. We've accustomed ourselves to get used to this because we see so many people doing this. A lot of people, like I said, I have a lot of friends that do this and I've called them out. Some of them have changed their patterns and they've evolved and others are still doing it because they're not ready to evolve. They're not ready to change. They still like having all these people in their phone and it's it's not cute. Maybe it's fun for now, but when you find yourself in your 30s still talking to those losers, you become just as much of a loser as them. It's not cute. Stop. Let me see another video here. I think like the biggest thing that like annoys me in like the whole dating world is like fucking talking stages. Like that shit's so annoying. Like the whole like and just like the inconsistency in them like i literally like hate that like so much but i think that's like my biggest thing it's just like what, what specifically just like the fact of just like you like i don't know how to word this like in like talking stages and it's just like you're like labeled that and it's like people like are considered like you can't like you're just like confused and like most of the time like the girl get gets like attached or something and they like see it like it's going to lead to a relationship and it's always not and it's just like that's like my biggest thing is like I just hate the whole like how like talking stages are so like normalized like traditional dating does not exist in this generation that's very true I was kind of annoyed with the amount of likes that this girl was saying like this like that but I I, I understood perfectly where she was coming from it's very true talking stages to me I never understood it I never I mean I tried to but it's just weird to me you know, that's not part of traditional dating. And I think that came with social media, online dating, um, texting also. You know, people are not willing to go meet you in person anymore. It's like, let's talk on, on the phone. Let's text. That, that That's really what talking means. You're not dating because dating means you're actually getting out of your house to go meet this person, right? But if you're just talking through text first and you're getting to know each other through text, that's not dating. That's talking. That's what the talking stage is. And it is annoying because that's what this new generation wants to normalize is talking to each other through text first. But it's like, how much can you really how much can you really know about a person through text? You know, we all have busy lives. We all have things going on. Some people live with some people have kids. Maybe you're talking to a single mom or a single dad and he's got kids. He's got to feed his child. He's got to pay the mortgage. He's you know, this person 
has so much going on, texting is not going to be the first thing that goes to their mind. So you have to take that into consideration. That's why I prefer old fashioned dating. I'll give you my number. We can text a little bit. And then maybe in like a couple days, if the texting goes well, I, I only need about two days to text you to find out if conversation is flowing pretty well. And if it is great, I'll probably say, hey, you want to go get coffee? You want to go to dinner? You want to meet at a park and walk around and get to know each other? I'd rather do that first on than text, because like I said, texting can take forever. OK, we all have lives. We all have jobs. I've, I've talked to people that are single dads and they have full custody of the child and they're not the best texters. I understand they're single dads. They've got to go to work. They've got to take their kid to school. They've got to pay the bills, pay the mortgage, pay the rent, pay their car. No, they got to pick their kid up from school, bring them home, bathe them, make sure that they're fed, all, all that. That can take up a lot of time. So that talking stage can take forever. Even people that don't have kids, maybe you're just stressed out. Maybe you live with your parents. Maybe you're taking care of your parents. Maybe you're, there's just so many things that contribute to someone's personal life that texting is not going to be the first thing on their mind. Like I said, a few minutes ago. So that's why I prefer to just say, Hey, why don't we schedule a date? That's good for your schedule. And let's meet up on so-and-so date and let's just go out and talk. You know, I'd rather do that because if I have you at a coffee shop and we have a couple hours to kill, we can have a normal conversation, talk, see how it goes. And after that date, I could tell if there's chemistry or not. You can't tell if there's chemistry through the phone. You can't do that. That's why online dating for some reason just does not work. That's one of the reasons why it doesn't work. There's various reasons why it doesn't, but that's one of them. So the talking stage to me, I don't like it. I have to put up with it though, because not every guy is comfortable with going on a date two days after matching you on Bumble. And I get that. I understand because people nowadays are weird and they can't take my word for it when I say I'm not weird, but I get it because people nowadays are freaking weird. There's a lot of weirdos. Uh, let's look at this other video. That is very true. Oh my God. That was a short clip, but <laughs> short clip with a lot to say. Let me tell you. It's very true though. Um, now, this is obviously just my opinion. I'm not straight. I don't date women, so I can't exactly have the best opinion, but I will say um, it's true. It's true. Why are you as a woman okay with having sex on the first or even second date, it's just not appropriate. But if you are willing to do that, but you have a problem making a sandwich for your husband that comes home, if you're a stay-at-home girlfriend or stay-at-home wife, and you have a problem making a sandwich for your man when he comes home and he pays the bills, but you were just willing to have sex with him on the first date, you barely knew him, but now you have a problem making a sandwich for him, bro. Like, this is the thing, some, some women wanna be so different like so different and against the gender norm that they don't want to do that. Well, what what were you thinking when you had sex with them on the first night? That's a lot more work than just making a sandwich. It's not that hard. I make a sandwich every day. It takes me like five minutes. I mean, it's just five minutes out of your time to satisfy him. Maybe that's all he wants is a sandwich and that's it. You want to go watch a movie, babe? Like that's it. Simple. But I'm telling you, it's it, it, it it's weird. It's very weird. Let me look at the comments here. One of the one one person said. Uh, she won the internet for the day. <laughs> oh, and wait, and then give him the most prized possession, a kid. <laughs> That's true. That's really true. Uh, someone else said, let her cook. The message already been mar marinated. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. No lies detected. Go. Gotta make it make sense. Oh, 
Yeah, I mean, it's true. You know, it's it's crazy. The world that we live in, people just, it's, I don't know what people expect. That's another thing with dating is that nobody, people expect the bare minimum. No, that's not going to happen. Stop. Like, oh my God, it's just insane to me. Let's see this last video here. First of all, there's no such thing as relationships anymore, apparently. It's all just hooking up, friends with benefits, and never-ending talking stages. Um, it's not at all what it used to be. Like, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby in the baby carriage. No. It is first comes sex, then comes ghosting, then comes emotional trauma and trust issues. And then everybody does the opposite of what you're supposed to. So if they like someone, they don't tell them. If they want to be with them, they act like they don't. Everybody wants what they can't have, but then when they have it, they don't appreciate it, so they lose it. So then they'll fight to get it back, and then when they get it back, they don't really want it because they didn't really want it anyway. They just wanted to get it back but not really have it. You feel me? That's that's very true. That's very true. First comes sex, then comes ghosting, then comes emotional trauma. And it's like, at the end of the day, bro, you did it to yourself. When you slept with this guy on the first date, that was your fault, okay? That was your fault. You already set the tone. You set the tone for the relationship on the first date, okay? You don't have to have chemistry with the person. Sometimes that happens, but when you sleep with them on the first date, you're setting the tone. Like, now there's no boundary. There's no respect made. There's no structure. There's no boundaries made, and that's a problem because that shows that you don't have self-respect. So, of course, the guy is going to ghost you or maybe just use you for sex because you set that tone. You can't expect to sleep with someone on the first date and expect them to be um, like all over you and contact you every second of the day and want to be with you. I miss you. I'm thinking of you. No, you lack self-respect. That's exactly why you gave it up on the first day. No, it's ridiculous. Take accountability. Have a little class, honey. <laughs> I saw that on an episode on Love and Hip Hop, and it just, I use that every day. Like, have a little class, honey. <laughs> Let's look at the comments. I feel like Brett Cooper in the comments section. But the comments are honestly valid. I want to read them. Uh, so the one person said, if we all know this, dot, 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 why not start changing it? Like, go back to what it used to be. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Someone else said, man's loyalty is tested when he has everything. A woman's loyalty is tested when a man has nothing. Okay. I mean, let me think about that. A man's loyalty is tested when he has everything, I guess. But does a man really have everything? I feel like men can be greedy. I feel like men never are satisfied with what they have. A woman's loyalty is tested when a man has nothing. That can say a lot because some women are okay with dating a man that isn't financially complete yet, and that says a lot, but unfortunately nowadays, that's that's kind of rare. A lot of women want their man to have money and stability because that's that's usually how traditional women work, you know? If, if you want me to stop working and you want me to take you serious as a man, then maybe you need to come, come with everything. And I guess I could agree... I, I, I could agree to a certain degree for that, but that's for women. Obviously, gays are different, but yeah. Uh, someone else said, that's a hard pass on modern dating, and the creator for this video said, ha, yup. Very true, very true. Someone else commented, said, she woke up and decided to speak straight facts today. Exactly, it's true. That's very sad, but I, I honestly really agree with the first commenter that said, if we all know this, why not start changing it? Like, go back to what it used to be. Completely agree. I mean, I, I don't think, I think a lot of us are waking up and realizing that this is not something we want to be a part of. 
But again, nothing's being changed. Nothing is happening. Nothing is changing. And I really hope at some point people start realizing that the reason why we're all single and lonely is because not enough people are changing. And let me tell you something. The people that are single and lonely are people like me, people like us, like traditional people that want that normal monogamous relationship and that union in a family and a household. Those are the people that are single and lonely because everyone else that you see in a relationship, bro, they're all in open relationships. They're not even in relationships. They're just sleeping with each other and sleeping with other people. Those are the ones that are actually are fine because they settled. I don't believe that they're truly happy. I think that they're they're settling and they feel this okay feeling because obviously they're not lonely at night because they have 10 different people coming in their door. But yeah, the people like me that just are 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 waiting for the right person and that are taking a stance and even, you know, going through celibacy. This is like the sixth month that I've been celibate. And it, it does get lonely. It's a lonely journey uh, because as humans, we crave intimacy. You know what I mean? But taking a stance like this and not having sex with just anybody is hard because now I'm waiting for the right guy to come into my life, but for some reason I can't find that. Every guy I meet just wants to sleep around and have fun and no one has morals anymore. No one has traditional values and it sucks. So the people that are lonely and are single are people like me that have a normal head on their shoulders and are trying to find someone just as compatible as them. And the people that you see that are happy, they're just settling. They're not happy, they're just settling because they're convinced that they're never gonna find someone like them. And it's like, just be patient, be patient and you'll find someone. It's not an easy journey. I'm not saying it is, but just be patient. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say for that. Thank you for watching this episode of Blunt Talk. If you liked what you saw and what you heard on this podcast, be sure to give it a thumbs up and comment down below and let me know your opinions. If you have any opposing views, I welcome all comments, all opinions, all views. Just make sure to keep it classy, keep it cute, and keep it friendly. All right, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe for more weekly videos.